Welcome to the Resilient Training Lab Podcast. Hi, I'm Ryan, and you're listening to the Resilient Training Lab Podcast. Uh, so I'm one of the coaches at Resilient Training Lab. My name is Ryan Kalkowski. Uh, my background is working as a personal trainer and a strength and conditioning coach. I went to UConn. I majored in strength and conditioning there. And then I met up with Paul, and we started working together at Resilient Training Lab. Uh, so throw it over to Paul. Let him introduce himself now. Hey, I'm Paul Milano, and I'm the owner of Resilient Training Lab. Uh, we started business in September of 2019. I went to school at UConn, have a degree in kinesiology, strength and conditioning, and a minor in nutrition. I've been coaching for about 15 years now, if you count my unprofessional high school coaching of fellow athletes. And <laughs> I'm a competitive powerlifter. I've totaled 1795 at 242. You can find both of us on Facebook and Instagram if you want to learn a little bit more. Ryan's at Ryan underscore resilient and I'm Paul underscore resilient. And you can just search our names on Facebook to find us there. All right. And so with the amount of experience that you have coaching in this field, um, can you just take me through a brief history of how you started coaching and then the places that you've coached at since you first started? So I started coaching really back in my high school days in my basement. You know, I played lacrosse and I wrestled and ended up kind of liking the training for those sports more than the sports themselves. And then it turned into all my teammates coming over to my house so that I could help them lift. And it just kind of became a passion from a very young age. When I was looking at schools, I kind of looked solely based off of the kinesiology departments. And at the time, UConn had the best department around with Dr. Kramer leading the way. And I had a friend, Eric Lagoy, who had just gone through the program, who spoke very highly of it and was lucky enough to get a full ride to attend UConn. So I moved myself from Maryland up to Connecticut, went through the kinesiology program there and was lucky enough to find a gym with a lot of very strong people in Lightning Fitness while I was attending UConn. And then I hooked up with a lot of strong people, Matt Mills, Carlos Reyes, Rob Kearney, all trained there back in the heyday of Lightning when it was just a small little one room building. And now he's you know really expanded and I kind of got to experience that expansion as an intern there, continuing to help people grow in strength sports in a gym that really focused on powerlifting and strongman and being as strong as possible kind of taught me that side of things. And then as I graduated, I was lucky enough to get a job helping out at a high school, St. Paul's Catholic in Bristol with their football team, helping them lift weights. So I got to experience kind of the athletic side of things. And after a few years there, I decided I kind of was interested in the pain and rehab side of things. So I took a job as a physical therapy aide in Gaylord in North Haven as a physical therapy aide and started to get some experience in the pain and rehab world and got to connect with a lot of amazing physical therapists after a few years there, I kind of decided that the strength and conditioning was 
more my speed and I felt that I could impact some more lives in a preventative manner instead of, you know, kind of after the fact. So I went back to looking for a strength and conditioning job and was lucky enough to have a good friend in Kiefer who was moving on and recommended me to take his old job, which led me to spending about three or four years in a semi-private setting working with all sorts of different people. And after building some relationships in that setting, I decided to go off and start Resilient Training Lab because I was noticing a lot of things going on in the fitness industry that weren't quite right, or they just seemed morally wrong and they seemed like there was better ways to do it. So I wanted to start a Resilient Training Lab to kind of help change the landscape of the fitness industry and help change the way people look at fitness. So what are what are a lot of the common aspects of the fitness industry that you're you're seeing that resilient is looking to change? All too often the fitness industry is focused on negativity and preying on people's insecurities. They are setting this incorrect or unsustainable ideal of what we should look like and what we should be able to do and they f- base those ideals off of just random information, there seems to be almost like there seems to be a lack of science when you look at the fitness field, but that's really not the case. There's lots and lots of research, but for some reason, fitness pros or fitness celebrities tend to ignore that and just kind of focus on being tiny and small and fat loss. And there's a plenty of other trainable qualities that you can gain through training and There needs to be a focus on those trainable qualities instead of just trying to make people as small and as little as possible. So when it comes to all of these different tactics and uh, maybe predatory mindset that is in the fitness industry a lot, what are some of the approaches that you're taking or Resilient is taking to, to shift the focus away from all of this negativity and towards maybe some more trainable qualities or more positive aspects. How's Resilient handling that? So at Resilient Training Lab, we really focus on the person in front of us and building them up and showing them all the amazing things they can do instead of picking them apart and telling them all the things wrong with them. And you see that often in the fitness industry as people come in and they are looking to improve their lives and they sit down with a coach who picks them apart and tells them everything wrong with them and tells them how the client needs the coach to fix all these problems. And that just creates more barriers to fitness and it creates more fear and anxiety around starting things when if we just help people look at the person in front of us and help them realize all the amazing and powerful things they're still capable of and create programs that meet them where they currently are so they can come into the gym and feel accomplished and have small victories every day and start to slowly build up and love the process instead of having people come in and just get pushed and run into the ground and feel defeated and not want to come back because they're too sore or because they didn't feel like they were able to keep up with the group. Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of that myself, maybe 
trainers looking to push sales by making somebody feel broken or highlighting all the things that they can't do and framing it like, oh, you should be able to do this. Like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you do that? We need to work until you're able to. So I've seen a lot of that myself. Why do you think that that's the focus of the fitness industry, right? It, It seems like the fitness industry should be something that's celebrated we're all able to move and doing the best that we can to to better ourselves each day so why is this overwhelmingly positive experience being framed so negatively from a lot of the other professionals in the field it's a great question and if we really know that knew the answer it would be a lot easier to force this change but it seems to be a couple of different reasons one is there seems to be just a lack of continuing education and a low barrier to enter the field is anyone that you know has been training for a period of time or just naturally looks good naked can be a coach and <laughs> and it waters down the field and you see all these people who are just successful in their fitness endeavors using their own experiences to try and teach other people and not actually reading the science and not using scientifically backed methods. It causes the field to be watered down and we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard. At the end of the day, it's our job and our duty to make sure that all the information that we are giving out is as correct as it can be and that we're not just saying things without going into them deeper and really looking into them. I think all too often fitness professionals see something on Instagram or Facebook and they try it themselves and like, oh, that's cool. And then they want to share it with everyone. But it's really your responsibility to make sure that you are giving out correct information and not just any information. So I know that both you and I do a lot to to stay on top of all of the research that's coming out and all the stuff that is already out there. Um, could you touch really quickly on on what Resilient as a whole does to make sure that everything that we do is supported by by the evidence and the research so that everybody that we're training gets uh, sort of the most well-rounded program that's possible? Yes. So as a team, we have twice weekly meetings where we kind of go through the current research. Um, Bell Medicine and Greg Knuckles both have fantastic research reviews where they read articles for you and summarize them. On top of that, we have a lot of very smart people on our staff who are constantly reading research articles and sharing them with the staff so that everyone's on the same page there. We really take continuing education to be one of the most important parts of the business. We have allotments for all the coaches to take continuing education courses. And on top of that, we make sure that every single person that trains with us is assessed on an individual manner and a program is written for them based on their goals and needs. And we are tracking all sorts of different metrics at all times to make sure that the people in front of us are progressing on a constant basis and that they are able to continue to train on a consistent basis while making good progress and not getting hurt. So just from a really quick, from a client perspective, what do they stand to gain from us being so up to date on the, the evidence and the literature backing strength training? So by making sure that we're most up to date, we can do a couple of different things is one, make sure that your program is as efficient as possible, that you are 
getting the most out of your time in the gym, then we can also make sure that your risk for injury is as low as possible based on the research in that field. And then we can continue to put out uh, educational material based on the things we are learning to help squash some common myths in the fitness industry and to help kind of promote all the positives of resistance training. I know uh, we're all a bunch of UConn grads and Dr. Kramer would always say that exercise is a prescription. It should be incredibly specific to your needs and your current ability level. So exactly. I'm sure you've heard that. Yep. And something, <laughs> something we always tell our coaches here is whenever you program something, you should be able to answer the question why. So we should never be doing something at, in the gym where if the client asks us, why are we doing this? We should have a solid answer that's based in science and that we can show research to if they ask further. We should never get the question, hey coach, why are we doing this? And have a blank stare and be confused and not have a de definite answer. Mm -hmm. So I know you know this, Paul, we're both in the field, but at the end of the day, we're in the relationship business uh, we're we're there to support everybody that trains with us. We're there to be there for them and, and help them through not just the gym, but all aspects of their life. Um, the training program that we offer is really just the, the service that we're providing and not to downplay it. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we are there for them as, as people, not just as trainees in a gym. Exactly. That's the biggest part of the the puzzle here is no matter how good your training program is, it doesn't matter if you're not coming to the gym and adhering to it. So you need to create a community that is positive and uplifting and that everyone supports each other so that people want to come to the gym. The biggest problem in the fitness world is that most people don't work out. So we need to lower the barriers to fitness and make working out as fun as possible and make working out as enjoyable as possible and look at the whole person in front of us because it's not just about training. We want to look at their life and be able to help them with their stress management. We want to be able to help them with their sleep. We want to be help, help them with their nutrition. We want the person in front of us to be living the best possible life they possibly can and to be as happy and healthy as possible while they're living that life. So we go out of our way to make sure that we're supporting our clients in every way possible and not only as coaches but as friends we everyone in the gym always always is talking about the rtl family and how how they they feel like the people around them are just as close to them if not closer to them than their family and we're really pushing to build those relationships because at the end of the day i truly believe that being in a positive mind frame and being in a positive kind of state with people around you supporting you is going to do more to drive your progress in the gym than any program. And I know from firsthand experience that we probably spend just as much time throughout the week uh, programming and coaching as we do interacting outside the gym, uh, having conversations or going to community events with, with one another. Um, I know that's a really big part of what the the Resilient Training Lab family does. Um, so if somebody wanted to find out more about this Resilient Training Lab family, where should they go? Where do you guys operate out of? How can they get in touch with you? So Resilient Training Lab 
operates out of Revolution Fitness Clubs in North Haven, Connecticut. We offer personalized programming for everyone that trains with us. You can train with us in three different manners, either one-on-one in a semi-private setting, or if you are not in the state of Connecticut or not local, we do offer remote programming so you can take advantage of our services from anywhere. You can find out more about all those programs at www.resilienttraininglab.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook to keep up with everything we're doing at resilienttraininglab.com. And you can shoot either of us emails at paul and at resilienttraininglab.com and ryan at resilienttraininglab.com. So try to keep everything pretty simple. Just search for Resilient Training Lab on Google if you are in doubt. All right. And if you could just give us a quick rundown on maybe some of the topics of the content that we're going to be putting out in the future so they have something to look forward to, it'd be great. Yes, of course. we got some exciting podcasts already kind of recorded. And the overall arching theme of these podcasts is going to be changing the landscape of the fitness industry. We have an awesome podcast with Dr. Eric Lagoy on lower back pain and lifting weights. We have another podcast coming up about changing the landscape of fitness. We're going to be talking about technique and injuries, all sorts of different myths in the fitness industry and kind of digging into what is really going on in those cases. All right. Awesome. Anything else you want to say? Thank you for tuning in and can't wait till the next one. All right. Until next time. Thank you, everyone.